Chip, 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 and Dale. Rescue mic test. Let's start this silly stuff off, huh? Wagner. It's built out like a boat, man. Fionnier. What the fuck? And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard enough to be motivated to do homework, and then it's like just to, to try and adjust to a school level. Is he, um, is he learning? Do you think he's absorbing the information in, that, in this type yeah, of environment? Yeah, he's definitely absorbing the information. Um, th- there's just things that are lost in the, uh, the everyday social aspects that you have with, uh, you know, the kids and the structure aspect of it. Shoot shit. Hello and welcome to Chooch Chat, the only podcast that knows its opinions of the real issues do not matter. I am Anthony G. Michael, Tony, and uh, you may call me Tony. And uh, yeah, I am uh, your co-host here alone again because we're still doing the COVID lockdown. Good news though, it's looking like probably next week, the end of next week, we're going to have our co-host back, Zach Finch, uh, in, in in the same studio with me. Again, we were just trying to follow all the guidelines and the rules to the best of our ability, but at this point, the two of us feel that it's probably <sighs> safe enough for us to take certain types of chances. Um, with, uh, but we're always taking a chance, guys. You know, um, but we're just trying to live our lives, and uh, and uh, you know, I work with the guy anyways, so we're we're just we just think it's based off of uh, what we believe and what what we feel that it's. Uh, it's it's okay for us to be together, to run, to run the podcast once a week. I see him all the time anyways because of this fucking job. So, you know, you do what you do. Uh, first thing I want to talk about, let's just jump right into it, is um, I just got done watching the video. Uh, sorry to start off something something serious. I know this is chooch chat, but we talk about serious shit here all the time. And uh, I am a chooch. That's what this show is uh, named after. Me and Zach being chooches, huh? Which is donkeys or idiots in Italian. Italian slang, really. Brooklynese. But this chooch, and probably several others, are are a little sad uh, after we've seen the video. It's probably some of the worst news on COVID. On COVID-related news that we've had since this lockdown. And it didn't involve a celebrity. It didn't involve uh, a car company. Or rocket ships. <laughs> um, didn't involve other podcasts, movies, TV shows. It involved an unknown man named George Floyd in Minneapolis. And uh, my gut reaction after just seeing the video is uh, utter sadness, dismay, and um, yeah, and uh, a bit of anger. Um. <clears throat> I respect the hell out of cops and uh, people in emergency positions, police officers, first responders, firemen. But when I see video like that, it it it, uh, it just I don't know, man. It just brings me down. Uh, that that guy, that that cop, his name's Derek Chauvin. I believe I'm pronouncing his name or name correctly. Um, it looks like he killed that guy. Yeah. And it's uh, it's super depressing to watch. I, I recommend it if you want to talk about watching it or you want to keep up to date. I recommend watching it if you're on a podcast or something. Honestly, if if you don't need to talk about, if you don't need to see it, just believe some of your friends. I don't know. It's it's tough to watch. 
you watch a guy die in front of you. And um and it's just it just it 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 brings me down. Has anybody out there ever been in a fight? Anybody listening to this ever been in a fight? Cuz you know I know when I was in fights back when I was younger, you know, if I won, I won. You know, I was raised with a little self-respect for myself and others. And it wasn't like I was getting in fights all the time. But, you know, you and your friends. Shit happens. You don't keep beating the shit out of somebody when they're down. That guy was handcuffed. You won, man. Not only are you the cop and the authority position, but you won. <laughs> you won, man. You won the fight. And it was out. it was outnumbered. The guy was already cuffed. We saw the video before that where the guy was cuffed. What came pretty peacefully, you know? They had him. They had him up against the wall, and then they put him into a cop car, I believe. So how do you get out of the cop car? I don't know. But you put his knee, your knee on his on his neck for that long. Anybody's neck for that long. Um, they're bound to suffer greatly. It just seemed incredibly unnecessary. And uh, and it seemed like it was being done out of anger. And I know cops have bad days, and I know cops are human beings too. But you know, you're in a position where you need to be a better. You need to be a better person than the than the majority of the population. You need to be held to such a high standard. Such a high standard. Because you took that guy's. That guy had a mother and a father. I know. I saw him. I saw, I saw him being interviewed. The guy had a sister. He didn't kill anybody. This doesn't, this doesn't even work when you compare it to Hammurabi's laws. An eye for an eye. He didn't kill anybody. Fuck, even Hammurabi's just chopped their hands off. It's fucking ridiculous, man. I'm just tired of seeing these fucking videos. It's like, everybody, it's, it's just, just not necessary anymore. It's, it's just not, it's just not necessary anymore. It's, it's a different situation when it's like, when someone's trying to take your, take your life and you're in the, you're in the middle of protecting yourself, right? I, I get that. I get that. Cops carry guns, you know? Um, but when the guy's already handcuffed, it doesn't, shouldn't matter what he did to you. Even prisoners of war, they know that you treat them well, you put them away when you're a prisoner, when, when someone's a prisoner of war. What are we treating prisoners of war better than we are our own citizens? Put them in the cop car. Cops are listening to this. Listen, I don't know. I have, I have no fucking idea. But put, but put them in the cop car and fucking let them freak out in the back of your cop car. You need to take them out and put, them, put your knee on his head and kill him. Is it necessary to kill him because you're having a bad day? And he was cuffed in the video. He was cuffed. He didn't even throw down. They take him out of his car, cuff him, and put him against the wall. What's he doing after that? Running away? Not very fast. He's handcuffed. 
What's he doing after that? Throwing spinning kicks at you? Tell you the guys, this guy's the guy's probably not in the fucking UFC. He's handcuffed. It's just, it's just a shame. It was funny. This, you know, catching up on this and in the news. Uh, uh, Jacob Fry, they call him Frey. <laughs> His brother is one of my best friends from high school. Um, Jacob's a good guy. And everything Jacob said about this, uh, I agree with. You look up what he said. Is is uh. His first response on this is is absolutely true. It's it's, it's atrocious. You know, somebody did need to die. We already have hundreds a day at this point dying. Was thousands, but thank God we're down to hundreds a day from a virus. Got people dying of heart disease, diabetes, car accidents, plane crashes, drowning. Murders, gun violence, stabbings. We're surrounded by death. We didn't need one more from a knee and a neck. That's part of life. I get it, right? We all get that. It's part of life. We take a chance just walking out the front door. But it would be nice not to see things like that on the news. All the time. All the time. Like I said, I respect cops. I know cops are good guys generally. Not all cops are sociopaths or, or angry. A lot of people handle the stress of the job really, really well that you'll never hear their names. And there are a lot of heroes. There are really a lot of hero cops that save lives. And cops have done great things for me. Great, great, great things for me personally. Um, but it's just a job where a few bad eggs can really stink up the fucking joint of your city and your town. You know? Like I said, they need to be held to a higher standard. Good men. Good men and women. I, I, they're surrounded by violence. People are probably out for blood all day sometimes because they're cops. And there is dangers in being cops. And cops do get killed a lot. That happens too. But when you've won, when you've won and your hands are around their throat, around their neck, and someone's screaming for their life, begging you for their last breath, begging you, for a last breath of their life. I don't have any sympathy. For you losing your job. Or being charged for murder. Which they should be charged for murder. It's a tough job. I know. It's a tough job. But I don't care if I don't have. Any experience in it. I just don't care. I can put myself in this position. I'm angry. I'm having a bad day. I let it go. 
and I don't kill somebody over it, and I don't put a fucking knee on a neck. For nine minutes. Jesus. And that one fat turd other cop who was just letting his partner do that. Just come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. So I wanted to start off with that. Because I had just finished watching it. I just finished watching it. Yeah, whatever. Not whatever. I'm moving on, though. Um, I just wanted to touch on that because it felt like it was necessary. We can do better. As a society, we can do better when it comes to shit like this. We really can. We, we, We really can. So, all right, well, let's start the, uh, let's start the silly stuff off, huh? <laughs> As we try to move on from that. Um, so this week, Jackie and I went to hang out with uh, my parents in the back deck. We socially distanced, had dinner, drank, finished two bottles of wine. Uh, it was probably the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, because we're not used to going out and having fun or seeing people. Still can't hug anybody. My mother was real sad. She almost started to cry. And then we also went and hung out with uh, Jackie's parents, too. You know, that wasn't quite as much fun. Um, I won't get into that for those reasons. But there was there was a little more fear involved in, in that get-together. But, um... <clears throat> Yeah, man. Hang on with my parents and the back deck. Man, that was fun. We just shot the shit. I just talked out of my ass. I just got drunk. <laughs> got drunk with my parents. I like... <laughs> acted like it was hanging out with the boys at the bar, man. Um, what did we have? We had a... I, I kept pronouncing it Wagner. It's, I think it's Viognier. Viognier? It's a white wine. White wine grape. White grape. What the fuck? I don't know. Viognier, V-O-N-G-I-E-R. Had a bottle of that, and had a bottle of red, and then we cracked open a third, and we didn't finish that. Or maybe we did. Yeah, I got I got really drunk. And then, then we went and we had Wendy's. Jackie and I did because she drove home, and uh, we picked up Wendy's. I barely remembered having the Wendy's. Barely remember having the Wendy's. Yeah, because, wait, so that was two days ago. And then Saturday, we did it for the first time. For the first time. The first time, me and my, we did it with, with my parents. Uh, we, uh, my dad was feeling sick, so he just stayed upstairs. He had a stomach ache. It turns out he took, he got all these vitamins. He took them all at once. And I know what vitamins he took because I take the same vitamins. But I split them up throughout the day. Probably threw about 15 vitamins in his fucking stomach at one time. And then he put a beer on top of it uh, without any food. Um, yeah, guys, don't do that. Take your vitamins. Just uh, be smart about it. Um, take your vitamin D3, vitamin C, multivitamin, zinc. Um, yeah, so, but that was, that, both times were fun. I've never had more fun hanging out with anybody 
but my parents because of this because of this lockdown. Um yeah, and you know, depending on who you are, I know I needed it. And I'm out there every day, you know, I'm still working. Uh I'm starting my uh my my new my new same job, different place uh this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um so I'm out there working, I'm seeing people, you know, I'm doing a little more, putting myself in a position that's uh that's stressful, but you know, I think it's uh, it's worth the life experience. I'm out there every day. I see people all the time. Um, it, this is different. Um, it made it makes you feel alive to be able to see people that you know, you know, and be around them, care for them, have a drink with them, eat with them. Um, if you feel like you're capable of doing it, if you, if you're not uh, if you're not if you don't have some type of uh, immune deficiency. Um, you know, it might be worth it for you too. Um, cause it was a real shot in the arm being able to be around people and, and, uh, um, experience life with them. You know, we need, we need human contact, man. We need water, sunlight, and human contact. Those are the three ingredients for life. It seems like, huh? You know, just to be able to be able to talk to somebody who who cares for you, you know, even somebody that doesn't care for you, just be able to talk to somebody. Just a huge, just human interaction. Human, human interaction seems just as important as food and water, sunlight and sunlight, honestly. Um, and two of those things we're not getting a lot of. We're not getting a lot of sunlight and we're not getting a lot of human contact. And I know for me, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, you know, yeah, and that, and that, and that all goes back to me, everything I was talking about the past eight weeks here, you know, about not giving up, you know, it's all part of the same thing. It's all part of the same process. Cause you don't realize what you're missing. It's all related to one another. No, don't giving up, face your fears, understand that this is a fearful time and the things are scarier than shit, um, but life is worth it, and you got to dig down deep and push harder. And that's one of the reasons why, just because those moments matter, and you get to have those moments, and we'll get to have those moments again. It's being around the ones we love. So it was a real shot in the arm. I appreciated being there. Oh yeah, Jackie and I went and got antibody tests. By the way. So we went and got antibody tests because uh, we thought we, we might have had it because we, we both had respiratory uh, illness, cold, flu. We had a respiratory disease. What the fuck? I don't know. Is it all disease these days? Uh, just even using that word makes it sound worse. Uh, but yeah, so that was in uh, December. We had we had something. So, you know, they're thinking they're going back to November now where they had the first cases here in the U.S., so, uh, you know, thought it was worth a shot, you know, and, uh, but turns out we have not had it. <laughs> we were hoping, hoping, really hoping we did, man. Uh, you know, I don't know. There's tons of articles out there saying, uh, either way, you, know, you might be able to get it again. You'll get it again, but not as severe. Or you won't even know you'll had it if you get it again. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, it was. I, I think it was worth it. Jackie was Jackie's was for free. Because uh, she has a PPO. Uh, I have an HMO. Uh, mine was not for free. It was two hundred fifty bucks. Uh, it was the one on Ashland and Fullerton. Yeah, I think it was Ashland and Fullerton. They have testing there, paid for testing there. Now they got some free ones. Um, they have, they have some free testing testing for the actual virus out in the suburbs. If you, if you, I'm not going to take the time to Google search them. Just go ahead and do it yourself, you lazy bastards. Um. Go ahead and Google search it. Uh, they got free ones out in the suburbs. The shame about that is, is that you fucking need cars, man. You know, there might be one in Chicago that's free. I thought I, thought I remember something being next to a CVS, CVS parking lot here. But, uh, and, I, and I'm not sure about the antibody testing. I don't think the antibody testing is free, though, uh, out, out in the burbs. But again, Google search that. It might be worth your time. Um, and, hey, you might, it might be free here in Chicago if you got a PPO. Uh, you know, or just go and check. Uh, call them up, give them a call. Well, I'm gonna take take a sip of my coffee. Ah, I've been putting mint leaves in my coffee, and I've been putting honey in it too. Um, because we got a lot of honey, and we're growing our own mint in the kitchen, and we have a shit ton of mint. Um, so I started putting it in there. Uh, honestly, just fucking use it somehow, and it's delicious. I look forward to it. Every every morning, my mint honey coffee. The honey thing was new too. Got that from a book I read recently. Um, one of the main characters drank honey in it. Um, and I thought that was unique. And so now I'm unique and I'm special. Uh, so uh, Jackie and I also had a bed delivered. Monday we had the bed delivered, a, uh, a Helix bed. I'd recommend it, except for the carrying of it up your stairs. We live in a condo. It was like a second floor. It was dense, 120 pounds. You had to roll it out. It was very heavy. And then we had the uh, we had the uh, uh, bed frame, which was uh, – <laughs> It's a completely adjustable bed frame. It does this thing where it goes into zero. You can move it like a hospital bed any, any way you want, but like a fucking great hospital bed, you know. Fucking hospital beds don't got shit on this. I'll, you'll see why. You, uh, y- you can hit this button on your remote. We each have a remote. It goes to zero gravity where it raises your legs just a little bit above your heart and it pushes your head up a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. It gets you just right in the right little fucking... And apparently you go to sleep easier. So we, uh, so it has that. Putting this thing together and how heavy this thing was was insane. Um, it took us all day, all night. I had to end up calling uh, Zach to come help me move it. I paid him some money, uh, you know, because uh, world ain't free. And I was, it was, it was out of nowhere, out of the blue, because they ended up delivering it to my parents. So I ended up. Driving it back to uh, to our place, and it was a nightmare. It was it was it was actually it was very very hard. So we put it together. Then I got to flip it by myself. Flip it, flip this king size you know adjustable base on its right side by myself. So then we got to take the legs off it because we realized this is tough. We got to I have to push it up 
then set it down on me. I have my arms in the air, right? Then I then I gotta slowly kick it back and kick it down. And this thing is heavy. Kick it down and then get into a squat and then like a deadlift position and then set it down. <laughs> set it down on its side. Uh or right side up. So after we do that, we put the fucking mattress on. That's heavier and shit. You know, Jackie has a bad back, so she can help, but not that much. And I'm only five and a half months off of shoulder surgery. <laughs> so it's just been crazy. So, but when I had it up, right before I was about to flip it, I leaned it against the wall, and she goes, oh, that's right, I forgot. And she snips the power cord, you know, it's zip-tied there. And then she goes, that's right, I forgot again. And she's looking all around it. She she gets it out. She goes, okay, Bluetooth. Okay, she got she had, she's she's reading the instruction manual. She's looking at it. She's like, okay, subwoofer. I'm like, what? She goes, okay, there are the lights. There's lights, right? I'm like, what the fuck does this thing have a subwoofer for? You know, we're sleeping on this thing. What is this? The deal she got, she wanted to get the best adjustable base she possibly could for for her price. And it was cheaper to get the adjustable base separate from the Helix mattress, the you know the delivered mattresses they had, right? Good reviews. They have they have they have good reviews. <sighs> to buy them separate. In fact, it saved us money to buy it separate. So we had the best money you could buy for the adjustable base, and uh, uh, the mattress that we've settled on. You know that she's liked that she likes, and. <clears throat> uh, but little did we know, uh, this adjustable base has uh, – it's it's pretty much – it's like – dude, it's <laughs> – it's it's built out like a boat, man. It has it's everything, man. Everything you could ever need. It's a fucking Lamborghini underneath this fucking thing. Uh, it's a Tesla. I don't know what the fuck knows. So I don't know. I'm tired. I'm running off a little – very little sleep. We get the thing done, and she makes the bed. Uh, and we start adjusting. I was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, it moves like that. You can do that. The zero gravity thing we did. And we had the memory thing where, you know, memory A, you push it. It puts you up in a position where you could eat and watch TV, right? And then uh, and then you press flat, goes back down. Then our remotes have flashlights on them. We discovered that. Then also there are lights underneath the bed that make it shine like it's a boat in the water. You know, you know the water boats or, or lights? What were they called? Yeah, boat lights, light boats. I don't know. There's fucking, you know, underneath your boat, there's lights, you know. That type of thing is going on underneath the bed. So you have that. Then it has a massager and a shaker. You have levels and pulsing levels that I can do. Um, Dude, it is totally worth it. <laughs> it is totally worth it. I was bitching and moaning the entire time we're putting this thing together. And how much lifting and moving I had to do for the last two days. And it is totally worth it. Um, yeah, it just it's just amazing. It shakes you to sleep. It shakes you to sleep. And the bed's great. And it's a king-size bed. And it's the first time. It was one of the things we, me and her have always wanted. Was to get a king-size bed. And we did it. And we got the dopest king-size bed you could possibly fucking get. It is great. It's fantastic. Because I like to stretch out in my sleep, and I want to be neater in the back when I'm getting into my weird positions. You know, I, I do the thing where I look like, like a K, like the K, the K lay. Let's, let's call it the K lay. One one arm is under the pillow. One leg is straight. Then the other arm is 
to my side and then my knee goes out uh to 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 my side as well so it's like i'm in a position that looks like a k but on my side right uh that's one of my favorite positions because i like to stretch out when i sleep uh because i'm a baller and i deserve to be stretched um (coughs) excuse me oh my voice my baller voice Um, yeah, uh, Helix so far, I recommend it. And honestly, it didn't cost us that much money. It's about $3,000. We had saved up for it. Um, but king size bed. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the way we did it. Yeah. It was a pain in the ass, but they'll do it for you. If there's not a pandemic, if there ain't a pandemic, they'll come, they'll bust their ass. They'll bring it up the stairs for you and they'll put it together for you. Unfortunately, they wouldn't do it because of this fucking virus. So I had to lift this shit all day long. Ugh. Uh, but like I said, it was worth it. So I'd go ahead and do it. A couple other points in the news I wanted to point out before we call our guest, which I'm excited about calling. Our surprise guest. They're always a surprise. I don't really mention who's going to be our guest until we get to this point. Um, look up Indian guy dead at 90. No food or water. That's what I wrote down. Saw that article earlier today. Uh, an Indian guy died at 90 years old. He supposedly hadn't eaten any food or water in like 20 or 30 years or some shit like that. The article was very loosely written. Um, but apparently they had you know doctors and scientists studying him in 2010. And he survived off of no food or water for several months while they had him under like lockdown and videoed cameras. He never used the... Uh, the bathroom he never drank any food or water uh he claimed that a goddess he believes a goddess had given him the ability to not need uh normal sustenance because they they what he the way he phrased it was because he his the hole in his palate was blessed so i think he means like his esophagus and stuff like or i don't know who knows maybe there's some type of gut reaction that he has where his like body like somehow ferments something in his gut somehow or i don't know but hey it goes back to what i was saying earlier right all you need is food and water well he wasn't drinking water he wasn't eating food but i said sunlight water and what else did i say human contact and if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. Uh, Limp Biscuit, yeah, all my limp heads out there. <laughs> one of my favorite albums, sophomore year of high school. Everybody, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of dating myself, I think. Um, And the other thing to look into is the NBA might be coming back. At least that's what Charles Barkley says. TNT says t- is telling him to gear up. It's it's looking like it's going to happen. I'm hoping they do the whole thing in Disney because I think that would be dope. Um, a couple stars saying they're not coming back. There's there's no legit or real reason that or real way that they can make the playoffs like Damian Lillard, uh, which I get, man. You want to be a, you want to have a chance to make the playoffs, but I would look into that if I were you. Other than that, let me think. Hmm. Nope. Guest time. See if he picks up. There he is. 
Hey, John Wayne Gacy's party clowns for all occasions. This is Dave. How may I direct a call? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It's our, our famous serial killer, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Uh, was he from Illinois? What's that? Was John Wayne Gacy from Illinois? Uh, no, I feel like he was he was Midwest for sure. I feel like he was Indiana or Ohio, maybe. Indiana, Ohio, Minneapolis? Man, <laughs> Jesus. Too I mean, soon? No, well, no, dude, I, I spent the first 15 minutes of the podcast talking about that. I was like, sorry to start, because I just watched the video, and I was like, sorry to start it off on a sour note. I know this is chooch chat, but uh, I was just, you know, I think, I think like most Yeah, Ameri- I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get some... I, oh, sorry. Yeah, I think like most Americans, like I'm, 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 you know, I'm pissed. I'm a little appalled. It's you know, how many times we gotta keep seeing this thing where a guy takes, cop takes it too far. The guy was handcuffed, you know, in my mind, and been begging for his life at that point. Well, well not, 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 not in your mind. Not in your mind. He was handcuffed. Well, he was and, definitely uh, handcuffed, right? It's uh it's a, it's a sucky time to be white. <laughs> um, right? yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, well, it's even a, it's, it's an even suckier time to be black. I'm I, I'm assuming, well, Dave. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, not to not to correct you, but yeah, you know what I'm saying, no, no, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's uh, I, I've, yeah. Between between that and the um, all right, you caught me off guard. Eric Garner, the, uh, the jogger from Georgia. Oh yeah, that uh, too. Right. Uh, yeah, both yeah. Of, both of those seemed like absolute horseshit, right? Yeah, you know, and uh, uh, and I don't want to profile white people, but that fucking father son team that was chasing after him in a pickup truck looked like you could pick pick them on a, and and cast them in a movie of as of of, of racist white guys from the south. Uh, yeah, it, that, that that's just a ridiculous story as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, you know, I started the podcast off on a real downer, but I felt like I had to. You know, it was. <laughs> I I didn't want to wait. You know, I just watched the video. I didn't want to yeah. wait till the end and talk about all all this dumb stuff, and then end on the downer, which might have been more appropriate. But dude, what the fuck? I don't know, man. How, like, how do how do you even just begin? How do you? What there is well, no edit, right way to start talking all, about that. So you'll edit all this earlier or later too, so you can uh, make it sound like I was real yeah, professional. You, you yeah. can balance out your uh, serious with my funny. Yeah, serious with funny. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, guys, uh, I forgot to introduce our guest. Our guest is, uh, Dave Aiken, uh, bassist, musician, man called noon member, uh, when we we're actually playing <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, bartender, uh, stepfather, husband, an all around good guy. And one of my dearest friends on planet earth. Um, Very Dave, nice how are you doing during this lockdown? Um, how ha- Survive, sur- surviving as I think all of us are trying to do right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's times, man. It's, uh, went from, uh, bartending to teaching, which is, uh, I don't recommend to anyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh can't part time. Yeah. Cause uh, that, that's quite a chore. Yeah. Cause he's being uh, homeschooled now, I guess, or is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah. It's homeschooled. Yeah, they, they uh, the teachers every week uh, put together like lessons plans. So we we, we, we do a couple hours a day of stuff, and uh, you know, it, it, I, I feel I feel for him. I feel for the kids. I feel for everyone in this right now. It's like a it's yeah. it's a crazy time we're in right now. So, uh, well, how is trying to stay sane? Trying to play guitar? Yeah. Trying to <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was uh, I was wondering, man, do you mind me talking about un unemployment with you? And, no, not at all. And your situation? No, not at all. Just uh, because I know, you know, it's, it's, it's I'm slightly sure personal. Are in the same situation. Right. Uh, can you, yeah, well, instead of me asking the question, can you explain the situation that you're in to the audience? Because I, 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 yeah, for me, yes. it's, it's kind of unique, as in you're the first person that I've had a conversation with that had this specific issue. Uh, so go right ahead. Yeah, sure. So I, I initially, uh, I guess the, you know, back going back to my last day of work was on March 16th, that Monday night when everything closed down at nine o'clock. Me too. And then, uh, that week, uh, you know, started uh, applying for unemployment online and, uh, filed everything through online. Uh, they didn't seem to have my current job at Gracie O'Malley's locked in. And so I, I continued on and they, and they, basically at the end of it said it couldn't do it. So I spent a couple. Did you of do your taxes ago. this year? Yeah. Oh, I paid taxes. You paid taxes. And, uh, so uh, just, I know, I, I know you, I know you did. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. For everybody. No, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. I was going to get it. I pay taxes. I, I've got, I get pay stubs. Yeah. And then I go to the conversation. Uh, like, so, so I spent a couple weeks of trying to call and get through and I couldn't call and get through. Um, cause that was when they were getting a lot of heavy uh, take and they were basically just giving you a, a, like kind of a three minute audio thing of what was going on right that they couldn't take any phone calls right now right but you know everything will be retroactive and um back to your uh, last day of employment i i eventually got someone on the phone and this is going back to now over a month ago it would have been early uh i guess probably early april so they, the recording says it's going to be retroactive, or you actually got a hold of somebody that said it was going to be well, retroactive? Well, the retroactive initially was the, – the, the recording was saying it. And then when I actually got a, a woman on the line, I was on the, line, on the phone for about an hour, hour and a half. So I can only imagine – I don't know how many people there are, but, I mean, if, if they can get through eight or ten people a day, I'm imagining at this point, that's all they can get through with all the, all the problems. And, of course, there was a lot of problems with the computers because then you get to points where I try to get online. You, you can't get online because the system right. was crashed. Uh, now, f phone calls are a lot of uh, busy signals or just recorded messages, and you go through, you know, press one for this, press three for this, press two for that. Uh, we're sorry. Unfortunately, at this point, we cannot take a call due to the heavy volume of calls. But I have a lady on the phone, and she started going through all my information. She's like, I cannot figure out why you're not on uh, – why you're not in the system. She's like, so this is what I need you to do. She's like, can you fax me your tax return, your passport, paychecks? I'm like, Absolutely. And she's like on the cover sheet, you know, put, put my name on it. And she's like, you know, put it to my attention. She got, got an email back or responds back from her the next day saying that she got all that. She spoke to her supervisor and she cannot figure out, neither one of them could figure out why I wasn't in the system. And she's like, uh, I was going to have to do like a, uh, like a interview of some sort. Uh, she said, be by phone. She's like, you'll get a letter of that in the next week. And it was probably a week and a half or two weeks later. I finally got a letter from them about it. And then it was a, a information coming up as a independent contractor, which I'm not. Right. Um, so since then it's been just, I can't log in now because I've already been through the system once. It says I'm not available for like anything I do on it says you're not available for unemployment. Um, Anytime you try and redo your information, you can't because once you've done it, it's it's locked in until they, you know, reset uh, it up so you can do it again, and then it's just endless phone calls for nothing. So I'm just holding on to the idea that it's uh, it's all retroactive and like uh, right. you know 
it'll, it'll all be there, but uh, it's just not coming in right now. Right. Well, good luck. Uh, good, good luck, man. Are you? Uh, are and and you're still trying to contact them uh, on the days you can uh, through. Oh through, yeah, through the phone? absolutely. Yeah, it started off with like you know for a while they were doing every like it was like my for my you know for last names A through M Tuesdays and Thursday or Sundays Tuesdays and Thursdays for N through Z it was you know Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays or whatever and they kind of left that I just I call every day yeah you know multiple times a day trying to get through and it used to be like I said it was pretty consistent just getting the automated things but now it's a lot of busy signals yeah and then so you know I did however many dozen times today of doing the same thing over and over and over again and, hey. and no response. So, well, and I, I, I'm lucky that uh, I guess lucky that I'm the only one, you know, that had this had this problem because uh, I know a few other people, particularly a couple of people I work with and a couple other people within our industry, you know, uh, the service industry in particular, that I've seen on Facebook that are going through the same stuff. Well, it had, for me, it had Finley Dunn's on there. Yeah. And then, it, and then it, I was surprised, but then it had UG two on there too. Because I because I recently just just had to as of Friday the contract ended at this one joint, and mm-hmm. so I'm still part time like I'm gonna still do, go and disinfect when I can, but I, I lost the the permanent position right, yeah or it was never permanent but you know what I mean it was every day yeah. it was five days a week, uh so I, I signed up for it Friday uh and it was easy to the point where I I'm right now I'm feeling like it couldn't have been that easy like no well that's it's it, it like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop essentially you know <laughs> well you know other people I have talked to were were that easy you know the guy I worked with Mike was uh, he was like he was like it went through as easy as it should have gone through you know he was like it was right. all in there and he, he started getting checks right away essentially yeah. and uh, you know I guess I'm not knocking wood I'm I'm like you know we had some money saved back and whatnot sure know? sure uh, yeah. but uh, and 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 the fact that Jamie works. Uh, is in, is still in, in the situation where she's working, but uh, or else I be screwed. <laughs> sure, no, I get it. Man. I, I, I'd be sleeping on your couch, brother. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Yeah, I absolutely get it. And you know, we'll, we'll the, well, the future's gonna be bright for us. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about all that later. Right. But uh, you know, so um, yeah, man. So how is Cam? Yeah, I, I think you're the first father I've had on as a guest. Uh, since ah, this has gone down, since it's gone on, uh, yeah. So, how is the situation with him, and and how how is the schooling? You touched on it a little bit, but how is the schooling going with him? And- yeah, you know, he's he's been good. He's been taking it in stride. It's like, and I I I have a lot of you know, as we all probably do, a lot of friends on Facebook that have that have kids that are, I, I see some of the anecdotes and and stories that are you know similar. It's like you know, it's it's tough to. Yeah, I mean, I know how I was, and it's and and how bad I was. He's Cameron's uh, seven and a half. He's in second grade. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's, it's hard enough to be motivated to do homework, and then it's like just to to try and adjust to a school level. Is he um, is he learning? Do you think he's absorbing the information in that in this time? Yeah, of yeah, he's definitely absorbing the information. Um, th- there's just things that are lost in the uh, the everyday social aspects that you have with uh, you know kids and the structure aspect of it it's it's you know when when you're in a classroom with a bunch of other kids and you have teachers that you know your teachers socially uh, you're learning you, right you react in a certain way and yeah and when you when was at home it's like you know the show tv's on it's like i've got to turn the tv off for a little while we got to work on this right 
and, and I said, I, we, we had a, a con, um, Jamie and I had a, uh, a phone conversation with his teacher. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago at this point, uh, to kind of got, catch up with stuff. And I'm like, I gave her so much props. I'm like, you, you teacher, I have no idea how you did it. And, and, and hats off to the teachers too, for, you know, in the course of essentially what, 48 hours from right. the time school getting set down, like these are our new policies. This is how we're going to have to do it to, to setting this up, to have some sort of a semblance of a, a yes. school system. And they're dealing with the it's same insane. shit that we're dealing with too. You know, they're, they're going through the struggles too. The, they're oh, yeah, trying like, the, the, the same fears or same anxiousness, not knowing what this was, especially at the very beginning of it, you know? Um, yeah. But you know, that kind of gives me a little bit of hope for humanity. You know, yeah. so, sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and, and bad things happen and you get, and you have to make changes quickly. And, uh, uh so it kind of makes me happy to be a human being. Yeah. And that's one thing I think the, the teachers out there really did really, really hit the nail on the head on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's learning, you know, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's tough. I mean, like, you know, we th- think about how it is for us as adults to, to go through it and to like kind of wrap our minds around what's going on and, and being stuck at, at home and, and these type of things, and then imagine as a seven-year-old, knowing how we were when we were seven, and and well, you, you know almost wish she was two, so you wouldn't remember any of it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it would be just a, it would, yeah. So it would just be like a time that he he has zero memory of, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, can't pick and choose the moments like these. They happen just out just out of nowhere sometimes. Um, bro, what else is new, man? You look good. Thanks, man. Yeah, the hair is. Uh... Dude, look at me. Full, I, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did a full shampoo and condition today. Yeah. I try and do that at least once a week, so it's uh, it's all fresh. Um, I used to wear my hair. We both wore our hair long for a while too. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's. Uh, I mean, at least I, I at least want to like do my neckline or something, <laughs> or something, <laughs> yeah. dude. That, so. That's what, yeah. Uh, I actually, uh, Jamie, Jamie saw I pulled a comb out of the closet because I hadn't used like a straight comb in a while. I was like, I almost went to the point where I started shaving it today. Like, oh wow, I, I was, we, we got clippers. I was well, like putting like a four or five on it. Sure, and like yeah, yeah, fuck it, man. Just get some of this <laughs> off. You know, get some way off. What's the worst gonna happen? It's not like I'm seeing anyone right now. Right, right. But if I would have just saw a picture of you, I would have had to like call and check in and be like, yo, have you like, yo. <laughs> have you lost it, man? Are you like polishing yeah. guns in your closet? Or like, well, it is, you know. After, yeah. You know, after a couple of beers, and you're walking this way and walking that way, and you see in the hallway, see yourself in the mirror. Picture. Yeah, 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 man. Um, we're doing well. Uh, you, you know, I'm like, uh, we we bought a house, obviously. Uh, yeah. To yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so we closed on Friday. Um, so that, that's actually been kind of a, a unique thing with too with Cam. Um, Close on Friday. Move June fifteenth. June nineteenth, yeah. 19th. So we'll, we close this Friday and then move three weeks from then. Yeah. Um, and we knew. Uh, I'm trying to remember when we did the whole buy. Well, we knew we were moving like before Cam was before all this came on, and so we'd actually presented it to Cam of like, "Hey, this is going to be your last year because he's going to change schools." Right. And he was, you know, that kind of really upset him at first. Right. Uh, and Jamie, I was talking about like this whole thing is actually kind of a double-edged sword as far as like for him like you were saying uh being so young not necessarily remembering this when he gets older yeah um this whole moving thing i think is going to be a little bit easier because in cam's a very emotional wears his heart on a sleep type of kid if he was going to school every day through this knowing that his last day was coming up right 
it would have it could have been a brutal couple of months for us. Sure. But he already had his last day, you know, so it's kind of yeah, like, you know, exactly. but last day, quote, unquote, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe who knows what the song, but yeah, so we, we close on, we close on Friday. So just kind of wrapping our heads around that. And that's kind of a, a, a different Crazy. thing. Cause I've owned a house before you bought property. So yeah. like when we're going in to do the signing, we're not knowing what we're walking into. Cause generally you walk in the office, you have your lawyer there, you have your agent yeah. there. From what we understand via our lawyer is like it's going to be us and and a couple of people from the business end of it, but like our loan officer is going to be via Zoom, our agent's going to be Zoom, our lawyer's going to be Zoom. Wow, and that's weird with the lawyer being Zoom. Yeah, she's going to be kind of just on, on, on conference with us, but that's kind of weird because the lawyer's the one. You know, you're paying that one time five hundred dollar fee or whatever. To basically, their big thing is just to be there that day for that half hour. Yeah, when you're signing. Why paper the fuck over are paper they being? Over paper over I would. Paper. I would. Uh, I would be a little. That's. <laughs> they should be there, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know, right? Like that. That's the only. You know, the agent. Okay, whatever. The law yeah. officer. We already got the money. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but the lawyer. That's. In, but you know, everything's. They. They know this, and they've run through it. They. You know, basically, when I did it before, the lawyers just kind of being like, "Okay, this is what this means. Yeah. This is why you're signing it." This is for this. He's like, you're going to keep signing all these type of things. So, What a crazy time to buy a house, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you got fucking balls, dude. Yeah. <laughs> COVID lockdown? Okay. Fuck you guys. I'm still going yeah. through with it. Yeah. Well, we got a good deal, though. So. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Great. I, didn't, yeah. I, I Duh. I just thought of that, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a weird time to buy it because what was kind of ironic about in our timing of it, too, was like there was a lot of stuff like late last year and we thought there'd be a lot more come the spring and then kind of things come off the market around the holidays as they do because people will be selling and they take them off and they put things back on the market and like there was a big pop at, at first like in february or whatever and then uh in march and then things kind of went pretty quick and we kind of fell into this and then there was there hasn't been a lot right now so like if we weren't in the position where we we're at like right now like we look at stuff that like that's out there right now and there's just not a lot. And right. the people that are selling houses are probably because they have to sell because yes. they've already made plans months a year before. That's what happens, man. Was, unless people had to move or have to move into a certain area or whatever, they're kind of holding off their plans. I mean, so that's what of, happened with us. We got a good deal because, you know, she had to go. She wanted to go so yeah. bad. She had to go. She had to sell in the winter. She wanted to get the fuck yeah. out of here. So, you know. And that's kind of what we, that's kind of what we picked up from our sellers, which because they dropped the price and we got them down a little bit more, and then we got the appraisal back, and just because of the timing and yeah, yeah. I think you know, well, yeah, it just it works. You can out only feel, but so bad too. Like I felt bad for a little bit, then I was like, you know, it's like I'm over here trying to start my my life too, and and you know, it's, it's not like bad shit happens to me too, man. So I gotta fucking take yeah. the wins when I can get them. So. Hey, when uh, I get, when I get, when me and Steph got divorced and had the first house, you know, we kind of sold it quick and, you know, made some decent money off it. I, could we have made more? I probably, yeah. Could have spent more time with it and the situation been different. But at some point, you know, you're just like, right. Yeah. Hey, cut your losses and there's still some gain on it. But like, it's yeah. like, uh, I'm not going to try and, you know, it sounds ridiculous now, but it's like, I'm not nickel and dime to try and get an extra 20 grand right now if we can just, yeah, load it for cash and, yeah. you know, yeah, move yeah. on. So, Hey, so how are you, uh, where's your mind at with this? And, uh, there is no right or wrong answer. This is shoot chat. You know, we're open to, yeah, we're open to objectivity here and we're open to actual opinions and, and 
you know what I mean, man. It's like, honestly, and you, you, you know who I am. I, I'm open to all of it. Where do you think we are in this virus? Do you think we should open up? Do you think we shouldn't? Do you think uh, we should in a couple weeks? Are we moving too fast, too slow? Um, do you have any real opinion on it, or are you just kind of going with the flow? Uh, uh, do, do I want, in a perfect world, do I want to open up because I want to get back to work right. and have some involvement in, do I want to see my friends? Do I want to give you a hug? Do I want to see my parents? Do I want to yeah. go to a bar and have a drink? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I think we should open up now? Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, do I think I am the, the, the our, in our, our jobs and industry is, is, I guess, particularly unique in a lot of ways because unlike many others, you know, we, we work in a job in an industry that we make more money when there's more people. Yeah, we sure do. And, you know, it's not like going back to an office and sitting in a cubicle or, yeah. Even a, a salon, like, you know, you can kind of keep your one to two, one to one ratio for a while. It's like, right. we're working with you need people. That being said, I, 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 I'm scared for the slow roll aspect of, of bars opening and patios opening because I don't think there's any way that's going to work out well yeah. for anyone involved. Um, we, we've kind of seen a little bit over the past couple of weeks. Have you seen videos from like states like Wisconsin, Ohio, in particular, that have already opened up and, it, you put up a patio. It's like, how do you put tables, you know, six feet away and have like 12 people or four people at a bar? Yeah. And, and how do you turn away customers, right? When you're a bar, you turn away customers and like, and how yeah. do you deal with the The influx, especially in a city like Chicago that once, you know, because well, I guess it's this Friday patios can open, right? I think it's, I thought it was May next 29th. Friday. I, I think it's Friday. We don't have a patio, so we're not in that. But okay. I think it's this Friday. Patios can open. It's like the influx of people. Like I, I, yeah. I, I can't imagine what I, what it's going to be like as far as yeah. I'm not going to be out there rushing to it. Uh, but I, I guess uh, I was talking with my buddy Scott the other day, and if even being within this industry, it's like I, I, I don't think it should open until you can open it right and do it all. I'm like, it sucks. Right. It sucks. That's where we're at. Um, yes, I want it to be open, you know, but for my health situation, I think we just got to wait till you can comfortably put everyone back in society in the way they need to be. And yeah. unfortunately bars don't top that yeah. list of, yeah. of places that you need to have open and you, you need to have places at. What, what do you think? Do you think end of June, maybe? I, I don't know, man. It's like I have it, no idea every, either. I'm just throwing numbers so, out there. All the news we get out every you know every day it's different as far as new things coming out. And I also think, and as well, it should be the way they're releasing the news. Yeah, they're not. You, you can't. How, how can you set a date of something that when, when you look at the, the the way the cases have progressed over the past two months, the way there's so many inconsistencies within the science of the way people are adjusting to, to being out in public and how this disease is moving that I think it's hard to say, Oh, make it the end of June. I, make I it would June. agree. Yeah. It, I, I think it's, it, you, we're not going to know until we know. Yeah. <laughs> until yeah. until the, the scientists and the, and the CDC can look at it and be like, Hey, listen, 
the number we've been doing the same thing correctly for long enough. The, the numbers are there now where it seems like, okay, we can open in two weeks. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, but to try and say now, okay, into June, middle of July, start school in September. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. The and school thing. It, I have no idea. I have yeah. no clue how they're going to do that. Cause you know, man, kids are dirty. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah. And I also think, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Like, but, but they're resilient too, man. Look I, at our they shit they too. totally, they man. totally are. They totally resilient. Yeah. They're totally resilient. Who, who in, I mean, and you're what, you're eight, eight, nine years younger than me. I'm like, who, who do you know? Like when you're, do you, I don't remember in grade school any, and I get people have celiacs. Or I don't remember having any gluten allergies. There'd no. be occasional kids, kid with a nut allergy. Yeah. But even this, like you still bring peanut butter that, to school. That was, they just, you can't was, bring peanut butter to school anymore? Pe- no, get no, the you can't fuck out! Oh no, you didn't know that? Yeah. Get the fuck out! You know, man, yeah. maybe, dude. Th- see, now I'm yeah. now I'm gonna now I'm gonna sound like I'm gonna sound, like, dude. I, we were doing so good. We were sounding so yeah. like you know smart and and empathetic and. and <laughs> but here's the can't we, bring peanut butter to school. Kiss my first, ass. But four, three, four years ago, I would have known that. But having <laughs> Cam in grade yeah, school, I, I know. know that. That's crazy. I didn't know you couldn't yeah. bring peanut butter. Yeah, because uh, so, you, so you can't do ants in a log anymore. Yeah, uh, you can't. Yeah, you can't bring peanut. So like, like as far as snacks, like because kids can bring bread. like snacks or whatever. It's like for him, it's goldfish crackers because you can't bring a lot of these type of things that have allergens in them. Yeah, man. I uh... whereas when I was in grade school, it was like on charge of the parent, like. Hey, Dave's eating a peanut butter sandwich. Don't sit next to him. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's that's exactly right. Oh, I don't know, man. That kind of makes me feel sad. Yeah, that might um, there, that that kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to sound ignorant, but that kind of makes me feel like we're coddling children, maybe. But I don't know. I don't have a kid. So well, 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 that was that was the point of kids being resilient, and that was my going back to my point of like, man, when we were kids, we. We freaking ate dirt. We played in the run. We got scraped up. We literally, we did, did I literally fight. ate dirt pies. Yeah. So what I was saying is that, like, you know, outside of the peanut allergies, we didn't know if, like, you know, you, you ate whatever you ate, yeah, you, you did things, and you got around. When I was in grade school, I was probably in third grade when the first kid got chicken pox, and like the chicken pox back where they had a vaccine, it was like chicken pox party. They, they they sent they sent everyone to school. They're like sending. They're like get your chicken pox. What's that? Get chicken pox. Yeah, get chicken pox. Get yeah. it out of your system. Get, get, get it away. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that 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 bit of resilience, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how we got on this point, but yeah, kids kids are resilient like that. Um, but yeah, sc- oh, as far as school starting, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. homeschool. Yeah. Are they gonna Are they gonna do, do the same thing? Maybe. What's that? Are they gonna do the same thing? Maybe. With this, I I don't know, man. It's this is. I mean, this is a pandemic. You know, if chicken pox wasn't a pandemic. No, no. I mean, uh, uh, homeschool like you're doing now. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Possibly though. I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. The, I get it. The, the yeah. earliest things that we saw that Jamie saw the other day was uh, talking about possible ideas of like how they're going to do as far as you know, so many kids per classroom where they don't leave the classroom, that they eat lunch in classroom. Yeah. You know, desks are set up six feet away. But I think once again, it goes back to I think it's still too early. And I think there's a, a certain aspect of, like, when you ask me, like, when, when should it happen? I mean, I don't know. CDC doesn't know at this point, clearly. They're going to release things kind of when they can and also kind of when they should. Because there's also a level of it's like you don't want to say, hey, 
everything's going to be fine, say, August 1st. Yeah. Well, then everyone's going to have that idea in their head, and then they're going to start doing things because we're two months out. Yeah. And they're going to start going out a little bit more here yeah. and going out a little bit more there. Well, like, they already oh, have. we're close enough. We're only two weeks away. We're bro- Well, then yeah. you something like this, it's like when you're dealing with science and and, and exponential growth, you, you can't cut the curve. Because yeah. once you start cut the curve, you're going to set the curve back that much further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – well, okay, Dave, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to uh, pause the podcast and say goodbye to you. But let's say goodbye okay. on, on the podcast right now. Sure. Uh, everybody, the great Dave Aiken, uh, he's crushing it right now. He's putting a cigarette in his mouth. He looks cool. His hair's long. He's wearing glasses. Uh, you can't see shit these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting old. Look at his belly. Look at that belly. <laughs> so, uh, all right, everybody, I'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We're back. I think I'm back. And there he is. Uh, we just had Dave Aiken on as a guest, and now we just called Zach Finch, co-host, to uh, give the sign-off. Uh, he's got a good-looking face, a hell of a mustache, and uh, glowing skin in the light that he has on him. Yeah, good lighting. Good lighting. Good light- yeah. You make me yeah, look that- like I'm dying of cancer compared to you. I have this well, like I have the I had these awful lighting in here. It just makes me look pale and yeah. looks like you have uh, fluorescent lighting in your. It it is it it feels like it, man. It feels like it. Yeah, you know, it's the camera. It's not me. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, I do. I look good, really. If you just, you know, if you're in person, right. if in person, right? Right in person. Uh, but, uh, okay. How you doing? Pretty good. Just finished dinner, so you caught me at a good time. Cool. Uh, I got uh, a call from Mariano's. They want to do a job interview with me tomorrow, and I'll see if I can fit <laughs> it in. Nice, nice. Yeah, this is an interesting podcast with uh, what Dave's going through. We're just we're just talking about work for a while, and him not yeah. still not being able to get on unemployment. He's still had, he's still struggling with that. I did uh, not get paid today. I'm going to chalk it up to Memorial Day on Monday, so I'm going to be looking for. Yeah. Getting my pay tomorrow, hopefully. Sure. Uh, so today's a Wednesday, right? Yeah. You get paid on Wednesdays? Every other Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to – I think we should just sign off because I know we still got to do a segment for uh, your podcast on your end. The ch- yep. uh, Zach chooching, up, chooching it up at his quarantine place. Yep. And, uh, so I'm just going to sign it off, right? Yep, yep. Ready? Yeah. Don't work too hard. But don't stop working. Pew, 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 I always pew, want to pew. do that. Always. You and I, I think, both just want to make the gun noises after. <laughs> like laser gun noises. Because I'm like, I'm like, get ready to do that too every time. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it's a good thing I did because uh, I, I, I forgot to thank all the new listeners and subscribers this week. want to thank you guys again. Uh, go to Finley Dunn's. Uh, for uh, all, all your takeout orders and 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 beer and beer orders, and go to Lachette's Inn for all your takeout orders and and alcohol orders. Uh, those are my two favorite bars. If those aren't there when I get back to drinking, I'll be pissed. Uh, that's yeah. That's not we're we're not we're not paid by them to say that. That's a literal endorsement. We're, yeah, that is literally we're an endorsement. But we probably will be paid by them in the future to say that. But we won't tell you when that happens. Nope. It'll just be seamless. They'll, they'll <laughs> probably just know the way. 
Uh, uh, and um, that's it. Okay, uh, let's do it one more time. Three, two, one, go. Don't work too hard. But don't stop working. Pew, pew, pew. pew.